This is Brighton's finest. Bringing the artists closer to you. Juice. So what have you got planned for tomorrow, which is your release day? Um, Because I can imagine you want to have a bit of a celebration. Yeah, we're going to definitely try to have a bit of a celebration. We're a bit spread out right now because we all live in a few different cities. But um, Tor, the guitar player, and I will be in the same city tomorrow night. So we're hoping to have a little celebration, at least us. And then um, Sunday we'll be in Berlin playing the first show of the tour that we're headed on. So that'll probably be a big night. (laughs) I can imagine. And what a place to celebrate as well, Berlin. Yeah, exactly. But this must be a really strange but exciting time. Your debut album is coming out. That must be a weird thing to hear, right? Yeah, it is, especially for us, because this band is our only band. We've been in it since we were 17, and it's the first time we were releasing a record with any project, really. So it's it's really exciting for all four of us. Oh, wow. When was the first time that you all together mentioned that you wanted to make an album as Slipface? Well, we've been talking about it almost since we started, but we were very clear from the start. We didn't feel like it was necessary to record a full album of songs unless we thought it would be something we would be proud of releasing. So we were very happy to release EPs. We've released four EPs, only two in the UK, but four in Norway, before the record has come out. And we had always kind of said that we were happy to release singles or EPs as long as that was kind of what we felt was best for us as a band. But then we kind of took the next step to try to write a full record of songs to try to kind of experiment a little bit more with uh, an audience's attention. Mm. Your sound has changed drastically, I can imagine, over that time from your first demo ideas uh, when you're jamming out tunes together to uh, the album now. How would you say it's different? Because you all started in different bands like... um, Yourself and uh, your guitarists were in a punk band, and then the other half of the band was in a hardcore band. Um, yeah, and, a, and a, like a bunch of different things. We've all been in bands since we were about 11 or 12. So we've all been in a bunch of different things our whole lives. Everything from sort of more hardcore and to black metal to punk to everything. So I think mostly it's just kind of filled out more over the years as we've learned kind of what sounds good, I think. So it's become more dense. We like to think that we've become better songwriters over the years, which for us means keeping up a sense of urgency and cutting away parts of songs that aren't really necessary or that don't really add anything to the song. I think that's probably the main difference. A lot of the stuff on this record is also heavier than anything we've done before because we've kind of stuck to more um, pop things before this. Yeah, it sounds... um, I had listened to the album a few times now sounds like you've almost set yourselves quite a a strict way of writing the album. Like, if it doesn't sound good, then it's certainly not going to see anywhere near the song. Yeah, it, that's pretty much exactly it. No, that makes me really happy to hear you say that, because that's exactly what we were going for, really, was something that was more polished version of things that we've done before. So our producer, Dan Austin, is really responsible for a lot of that and for kind of helping us hone our songwriting a lot over the past year. But we also we wrote 28 songs and we cut it down to 13 that we recorded and then that got cut again to 10. So we tried to be really strict with ourselves. Well, and the other exciting thing there is that you've got these other songs which are will hopefully see the light of day in the not-too-distant future. 
Yeah, we hope so too. At least uh, at least some of them. But we're gonna be on tour now until November, and then we've set aside a little bit of time to do some writing in a room all together. We obviously write when we're on the road, but it's uh, it'll be nice to get to work on maybe some of the old ideas again or brand new things as well. Brighton's finest. This is. Juice. Could you tell me a little bit about the album? Because um, in the times I've listened through to it, I'm picking up themes of kind of wistfulness, anxiety, but also kind of a, a playfulness in the lyrics as well. Yeah, I think that's kind of what we've been going for. We're obviously like people in our young 20s, so it's a, definitely a coming-of-age record, which isn't at all novel or uh, exactly uh, very inventive, but it's where it was a lot of what we were thinking about and feeling when we wrote the record. We all moved back home to, because we couldn't afford to work or pay rent and write for eight hours a day, which we felt like we needed to do. So that brought a lot of those feelings of thinking about being a teenager, thinking about being a kid to the surface, I think, which kind of makes it have that slightly nostalgic feel to it. But it's it's mostly about like the anxieties of growing up and feeling like you're making mistakes or that you don't know what you're doing or that you're not doing things right. Um, But we try not to take ourselves too seriously because the point of it is kind of to tell people that, you know, nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's freaking out. So we're all going to be okay. So we tried to kind of play with that. And also an important project with the album was to kind of show those like classic indie rock coming of age stories from the female perspective and to show that a lot of times music that's or lyrics written by women is classified as music for other women but music where men have written the lyrics is classified as universal Hmm. we thought it was interesting to play with that idea and show that things that i've experienced or the things that come from my voice are just as universal as things that men sing about and can probably be just as relatable yeah, that is interesting. You said you were living at home, and is that in uh, Stavanger? Yes. Which is a, an unbelievably beautiful place, but there is quite a bubbling music scene there. Yeah, it's relatively small, but it's it's always been good. It's a lot of rock music, and a lot of the bands that we really looked up to growing up were from our hometown. So the, the metal band Kvelertak is from Stavanger, which is probably one of Norway's biggest modern exports. Yeah. Um, so things like that were really inspiring to us, especially when it came to like hard rock and uh, metal bands. Hmm. I'm going to put you a bit on the spot here. If you were showing your band to someone who hadn't heard of Slutface before, which song would you play them and why? I think we might. I might just play the opening track, which is kind of why we chose it as the opening track, because it kind of sums up a lot of the things that we are as a band, because it's obviously a feminist song and it has quite politically charged lyrics but it's also pretty poppy and upbeat which is kind of the two things we try to combine so that's why we chose it as the first track on the album was because we thought it would be a good introduction to people that maybe were hearing us for the first time because they were listening to the record fantastic yeah because it's certainly such an important track on an album isn't it because it is the song that really hooks the listener for the the duration of the album yeah so we hope that we can kind of like keep people's attention after that first song because obviously not all of the songs on the record are as easy to listen to or as easy to to sort of digest as that one is 
So it's not maybe my personal favorite, but I do think it's a good way to introduce people because you don't want to overcomplicate things with the first track. Now you are going on a tour and it's a pretty big tour, doing lots of dates in Germany as well as uh, 24 dates in the UK, stopping off in Brighton on the 24th of October, which um, I'm mightily excited about. You've done quite a few gigs in Brighton. Like You did a, a storming set at uh, The Great Escape, which um, various people have mentioned to me, and also other headlining shows as well. What can we expect from this tour? Because the fans would have heard your album already. It's going to be quite a buzz about it. Well, first we can say we really, really like Brighton a lot. We've been there a couple times now because our tour manager lives there, so sometimes on days off we just stay with him. Gotten to hang out quite a bit in Brighton, actually. So I think mostly in general for that show and for the rest of this tour, we have really tried to kind of step the live set up a notch to match the record because obviously we think that the album is the best thing that we've done so far because it's the newest thing we've done. (laughs) And that's kind of the way it is to be in a band. So we've really tried to match the live set to that. It's, of course, still got a lot of energy and we hope that we can, that people maybe will have checked out some of the songs before they come to live shows so we get some singing and maybe some dancing and some (laughs) mosh pitting but yeah we we're really excited to show people a more dynamic live show because with some of the songs on the record it's given us more of a chance to sort of play with the ups and downs of our music when it comes to the live set this is juice brighton's Brighton's finest. finest bringing the artists closer to you